discussing basically whether COVID-19 is a sign of the end times. And my straightforward answer is yes and yes. Unlike the other religions and evolution, this world is not existing forever according to the New Testament and specifically in Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, Luke chapter 21, Jesus made it clear that there are end times. This world is on the road to coming a full stop. Now, some of the strongest statements of Jesus in the whole Bible are found in these three chapters I have mentioned. Matthew chapter 24 verse 35 Mark chapter 13 verse 31 and Luke chapter 21 verse 33 all say virtually the same thing. Jesus said heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And in these chapters, Jesus stated categorically that this world will not exist forever. If the, if what Jesus said is not to be trusted, then Jesus as a person and the New Testament, for that matter, loses its value and should be thrown away. Having said that, we need to examine what Jesus said. Jesus said in Matthew 24, verses 6 and 7, and its parallel verse in Luke Chapter 21, well, specifically verse 11, that there will be wars and rumors of wars. Kingdom will rise against kingdom. Nation will rise against nation. Then there will be earthquakes, famines, and pestilences. He said, the end is not yet, but these are the signs of the end times. And he talked about persecution and the rise of false prophets 
And he said in verse 14 of Matthew 24 that this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world for a witness to all nations. Then shall the end come. In Mark chapter 13 verse 10, he says the gospel must first be preached among all nations. In Luke, it is even more pointed. In Luke chapter 21, the verse which is strongest in that passage is verse 24. It says the Jews will be scattered among all the nations and Jerusalem will be trodden underfoot until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Now, what does this mean? This means that there is a timetable for this world. And Jesus gave pointers to show that when we see these things happening in intensity and increasing death and worldwide nature, we should immediately know that the end is close. No religion in the world does it. Because it's too risky. It's too risky for Jesus to tell the world that with civilization, with communication, with growth in technology and education, when man is becoming more refined, more sophisticated, there will be wars, that there will be pandemics, that there will be more earthquakes, that there will be famines. In fact, the two world wars in the last century were a surprise to humanity because in the age of enlightenment, everybody felt that education will soon do away with wars and rumors of wars. It has not happened. That is number one. Number two is that Jesus specifically stated that the exact day and hour when the world would end has been kept secret intentionally. Matthew 24, 36 and Acts chapter 1, verse 7. Before Jesus ascended to heaven, his apostles asked him, Lord, when will be the end? And he said, it is not for you to know the times and the seasons which God the Father has set in his own power. The Matthew 12, 36 says, of that day and hour, nobody knows, not even the angels in the heaven, nor even the Son of Man when he was on the earth. Therefore, it is wrong for any Christian to busy himself trying to say that Jesus will come 12 December 2028 or the end of the world will be 15th March 2024. It is, it's clear, silly practice to do that. So the middle way is to take the signs of the end times Jesus has given seriously enough 
and be ready all the time. When you see Paul writing in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16 and 17, he expected to be alive when Jesus would come the second time to take the church away. He said, and I'm quoting verse 16 and 17, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God, the dead in Christ shall first rise. Then we who are alive shall be caught up in the air with them to meet the Lord Jesus in the sky. Then shall we forever be with the Lord. So 2,000 years ago, Paul was expecting this event, which we call the rapture, because as far as the Christian church was concerned, any time Jesus can come. And they wanted the church to be ready always because of the parables Jesus gave. The strong ones, Luke chapter 17. If you read all the way from verse 26, Jesus said that the end times will be like the days of Noah. They were eating, they were drinking, they were marrying, they were giving in marriage, they were building, and suddenly the flood came upon them, and they did not know it. He said the end times, the coming of the Son of Man, will be like the days of Lot. Sodom and Gomorrah, they were eating, they were drinking, they were building, they were doing business, and suddenly Sodom was destroyed. Therefore, the posture of the church is that we are expecting Jesus to come any day. COVID-19 or no COVID-19, we must be ready. Because two women will be grinding at the meal. One will be picked, the other will be left. Two will be sleeping on the bed. One will be taken. The other will be left. Therefore, we need to be ready all the time. But that brings me to my third point. The end times began with the day of Pentecost. Acts chapter 2 from verse 16 to 18 says, quoted by Peter, that in the last days, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, young men shall see visions, old men shall dream dreams, upon handmaidens, men servants, I will pour out of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. So, the last days began on the day of Pentecost. When God started pouring out his spirit. In fact, John said in 1st John chapter 2 from verse 19 that little children, we are in the last hour and that the spirit of the Antichrist is already working in the world. Now, if they were in the last hour, then what are we in now? 2000 years afterwards. Then we are in the last minutes. So, there must be an understanding that for the Christian, we are in the last, last 
days. Now, let's take a closer look at the signs that Jesus gave and find out how to interpret it. COVID-19 pandemic is not mentioned by name in the Bible. So far, over 2.5 million human beings have been infected. Over 177,000 people have died. In 210 countries and territories. And the WHO boss refers to it as a pandemic because it is global. It's not just killing people in one nation or two nations. It is touching 210 countries and territories and striking here into the hearts of all the people on the earth. It is true that there have been plagues the bubonic plague, the black fever, Ebola, SARS, have plagued us. What the Christian Bible is saying is that it is not that there have not been wars, there have not been famines, there have not been earthquakes, there have not been plagues. No. The Bible is saying by the mouth of Jesus that these things will increase in intensity and their global nature will be worth noticing. For example, earthquakes. There have always been earthquakes. But in the past 50 years, the intensity of earthquakes and the magnitude of the earthquakes on the right scale have been unprecedented. Never since the world began have we noticed such. So you only have to Google to see that the earthquakes and their intensity now is more than usual. Therefore, it is a sign of the end time. Wars and rumors of wars. Nation rising against nation and kingdom against kingdom. I have already mentioned the two world wars in the past century. But not only that, you consider the little, little uh, nations, territories, unrest all over the world. Nobody has expected these things to be on the increase because man is becoming more civilized. Why should he be fighting more? Why should there be more dangerous uh, arms and guns and killers at this time? You see, why should we be busy now talking about disarmament? Because we see that there is enough mass destruction artillery to destroy human beings 10 times over on the earth because of the weapons that the nations have been stockpiling. We ask ourselves, farmings, why? Why should famine be of concern to us? Because the world is producing more food. There are more instances of agricultural improvement and every kind of modern technology in farming 
but there is chronic hunger and poverty. Children who go through the whole day without eating, and the number is increasing. I am saying that COVID-19 is a pestilence. And Jesus said that one of the signs of the end times will be that there will be an increase in the worldwide intensity of pestilences, which we are seeing. And all our doctors and uh, pharmacopoeia are racing to find a cure. And when they don't finish finding a cure for this one, another one comes. Now, if we were to believe in the evolution theory, the world should become better and better and better because we are evolving to become better. But Jesus says no. And only he has dared as a religious leader to put forth a time when the world would end. What does it mean? Let me answer the question before they ask. Should we expect more pandemics? Yes, yes, yes. Should we expect more wars? Yes, yes, yes. Should we expect more famines? Yes, yes, yes. Should we expect more earthquakes? Yes, yes, yes. Jesus says, heaven and earth will pass away. My words will never pass away. And they heard him right. It's repeated three times by the Gospels. Therefore, every thinking being should wake up to the realization that this world is not getting better in everything like we think. You don't need to be a prophet to see that whilst technology is advancing, human character is becoming worse. 2 Timothy chapter 3, from verse 1 to 5, Paul says that the Spirit expressly says, in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, lovers of everything else, haters of the good, holding on to a form of religion, denying the powers thereof. From such, turn away. Therefore, the Christian church must be even more ready. Our attitude, one, should be defined with preparedness. Meaning that we are ready for our Lord at any time. The next biggest event that will hit this earth is what we call the rapture. The disappearance of all true Christians, all true believers in Christ Jesus will just disappear. It is a little confusing when we talk about the second coming because the phases are different. Phase one is when Jesus does not come to the earth, but we, the church, we meet Jesus in the air. It is called the rapture it's from a Greek word hapazo or Latin raptu. Raptu means to seize something by force and carry it away. 
is used of wild animals which seize their prey suddenly and take it away. And the Bible says that Jesus is coming for his church in an hour that nobody knows to take the church away. After that, he with the church, the saints, will come down and every eye will see him. That is what we normally refer to as the parousia or the visible second coming of Jesus. Our posture should be preparedness. Two, the second posture Jesus told the church is we should be calm, not fearful. In John chapter 14, verse 27, and John chapter 16, verse 33, he clearly told us that my peace I give you. In this world, you have tribulation, you have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world, and the peace I give you, the world cannot give you. In fact, Philippians chapter 6, verse 7 calls it the peace of God, which passes all understanding. In the midst of COVID-19, heaven expects the born-again Christian to be at peace. And this kind of peace is supernatural because all unbelievers don't have any hope. They can't see any way. They can't see light through the tunnel because everything is confused. But the believer is to lift up his head because his salvation draws near. Now are we closer to redemption than ever. If the world were to go on normally and these signs are not showing, then we will need to be alarmed. But the fact that the signs of the end time Jesus predicted, we are seeing the, the marks, should make us say, hey, our Savior said it all. He said Jerusalem will be destroyed and that the temple, not a stone, will be left on it. It happened. AD 70, pam. Jerusalem was destroyed. Over 3,600 Jews were crucified. And the city was razed to the ground. And the Jews were scattered among the nations. And until 1947, Israel was not a nation state. But now they have come back. And gradually, Jerusalem has been moved as the capital for Israel. What that means is that Jesus' prediction that after the destruction of the temple, Luke, I'm quoting from Luke 21 now, verse 24-25, after the destruction of the temple, the Jews will be scattered among all nations, and Jerusalem will be trodden of foot by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. That is, the number of Gentiles who should be brought into the kingdom is complete. And that is what we see gradually coming out. Because we see Israel gathering as a nation and gradually beginning to pick up. It means that we need to be careful. It means that times 
of the Gentiles. When the Gentiles will be brought in for salvation, the door is gradually closing. And Paul talks about it in Romans chapter 11, verse 24 to 26. He says that because the Jews rejected Jesus, God turned to the Gentiles to bring the Gentiles in until the full number of the Gentiles will be brought in. Then God will turn back to save Israel. It will be silly to put a date to these things. But as we watch, all of us should know that whatever you can do for God at this time, you need to be doing it. Whatever service you want to provide for God's kingdom, you need to be busy doing it. Don't let COVID-19 frighten you so much that you are locked up and you can't think and you are as afraid as all the unbelievers and paralyzed by fear. No, that's not to be our attitude. And our watchfulness should be coupled with getting ready. I like the example that a woman who knows her husband has traveled and will be coming back that day can choose to say, oh, my husband is coming. My husband is coming. My husband is coming. Another woman can prepare lunch waiting for him. If we believe that Jesus is coming the second time, the whole church of God worldwide has to sit up. This is why Jesus gave us the parable of the five wise virgins and the five foolish virgins in Matthew 25 from verse 1 to verse 10. They were all virgins. They were all going to meet the bridegroom. They all lit their lamps, but the foolish virgins never prepared for extra time. And this is where the wise virgins beat them. Let me close by giving a few answers to what everybody is commonly asking. Number one, is COVID-19 the fourth horse of Revelations chapter 6, which talks about pestilence? My answer is no. I don't think so. Why? Because I believe that the events of Revelations chapter 6 to chapter 18 fall into the period after the rapture. It speaks of the seven seal judgments, the seven trumpet judgments, and the seven vile or bold judgments from Revelation 6 to Revelation chapter 18. Therefore, I do not believe that that fourth horse there refers to COVID-19. We, we cannot go into the details, but that is the fourth horse, not even the first, second, or third. The second question people are all asking is, Will the Antichrist be revealed during this time? Because of the vaccine that is supposed to cure COVID-19 
and everyone in the world being forced to receive it and it will be the mark of the beast and all that. Well, from my study of the Bible, I believe that the Antichrist cannot be revealed until the church is taken out of the world. I will just round off and say that how should the church prepare? And that was what the first is holy living. Ephesians 5, 25 to 27 says Jesus is coming back for a church that is holy and glorious without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. The church should commit herself to holy living. Clean up the church. Number two, world evangelism. Second Peter 3, 9 says, God's not slow about bringing this world to but he's been long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Matthew 24, 14. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness. The second way to produce this second coming is world evangelism. The church should be mobilized to get involved in making sure that everybody hears the gospel that the first coming of Jesus will be known by everybody before the second coming comes in. How should the church prepare? I think the third thing Jesus warned us about is we should be that our hearts will not be overweight by eating, drinking, cares of this world, so that that day comes upon us suddenly. So, every Christian has to lighten himself by being unusually heavenly minded. First John 2, 15-16 Love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, Love for the Father is not in him. Then this world is passing away and all that it offers. But anyone who puts his trust in the Lord will endure forever. So that is as far as the church is concerned. I was asking whether some of the elect will also die during the pandemic. If they are elect and they are ready for heaven, whether God takes them away to, during the pandemic or not. Their heaven going is guaranteed. Therefore, it does it should not bother anybody. It is if some of the elect who are not born again as at this time, it is they who will be covered or should be covered so that the pandemic does not kill them before they have opportunity to hear the gospel. God bless you. Amen.